everyone, you're listening to the Jersey Church Podcast, where we give practical tips to equip people to care and connect others to Christ. Welcome, everyone, to Coronavirus Bonus Episode Number Six. Number six. And, uh, man, I were just saying, wow, this has uh, turned into, uh, they're all turning into bonus episodes now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so we're going to have to uh, switch to a, a, a different season here. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, we, and we have something to celebrate today, Mr. Mm-hmm. Reed, don't we? We do. We do. It's exciting. It's hard to believe that we have reached this milestone and from such humble beginnings. Do you, know, you recall <laughs> the time where we were celebrating four downloads? Yeah. You know, your your mom and mom. dad. Yeah. Yes. My mom and dad, God bless them. And uh, I mean, it was, that was, and that's where we began, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. But right. now, now, do you, do you, should we do a drum roll? Do you want to share? Do, I'll do want? the, you share, I'll do the drum roll. Okay. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't hear the drum roll, but hopefully oh. you did. And, uh, oh, there you go. Okay. All right. All right. I'm putting my mic next to it now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Believe it or not, we are at 1,000 downloads. 1,000. 1,000 downloads. Fantastic. Oh, actually over 1,000 now. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, very hard to believe, but uh, but we we thank all of you for listening. Mm-hmm. We thank you for uh, for continuing to share it with others. We hope that uh, continues so that this can be used uh, to glorify the Lord uh, mm-hmm. in uh, in whatever way He sees fit and with whomever uh, He sees fit to uh, uh, to share it with. So uh, so we thank you for that. Yeah. So big day today. It is a big day. And just so everybody knows, it's not Todd and I downloading uh, the episodes a thousand times. Um, it's, uh, uh, I told myself you can only listen to it once. I'm not going to skew the, uh, skew the uh, statistics, but, and most of the time I, I guess I listen to it before we even put it up. So there you go. Make sure that there's no issues. Now I will say there's five cell phones in our house and I yeah. have downloaded on each. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So, but. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. so easily skewed. <laughs> exactly. So, but anyhow, uh, on to today's episode. Yeah. And that is, we, uh, we have Dr. Henry Cloud to, uh, to thank again for, uh, for the ideas behind uh, this, um, this segment that we're doing and the different bullet points we've combined, we've tweaked some. We felt like uh, the two of us getting through six bullet points was going to be way, way easier said than done. So we've condensed some today to make sure that we get through um, our material uh, in a timely fashion. But today's topic is uh, we're designed with the fight or flight response. Uh, and really that's given to us by the Lord uh, to alert us when when we're in danger. And the implications of this automatic response are, you know, it can be quite clear when we hear a, a large barking dog or, or just something that is just uh, startled us and uh, causes us to react uh, in a specific way. And I think for, for times like that, it's, it's pretty obvious what we need to do. Um, you know, I'm thankful that there are, uh, you know, not hidden cameras when I'm out running and the number of times that I've been startled by a dog when I'm out yeah, running. Yeah. And, but as I was thinking about that, uh, how many people have ring doorbells now? Who knows how many people are, you know, having a good laugh at that mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when they review their footage of uh, who's been running by their house. But uh, <laughs> beside that fact, uh, the fight or flight response is, is a little different when it's triggered in an ongoing way 
as it could be through, uh, you know, through the virus and the season that we're in right now. And, and this, uh, this pandemic and, you know, the implications of our response are not as clear then when it's an ongoing uh, thing. And so, and I don't know how many people I've talked to that have described this time as an emotional roller coaster. Uh, and that has, uh, you know, brought out all kinds of things with them. They, in fact, a lot of people that have had their, uh, their good days and mm-hmm. their not so good days or their uh, parts of days that have just been um, uh, really um, an imp- incredible time, either with the Lord or with their family or at work, whatever they're uh, doing that at that time. And then there's been parts of those days that have uh, not been that case. Mm-hmm. So, so today we're going to talk about ways that we can overcome this. And, and I encourage you to maybe jot some of these things down and, and hopefully they'll be helpful to you uh, to moving forward. So, so I'm going to kick it over to Mr. Reed for our first one yeah. and talking about the news. Well, and, and before we jump into that, the, the whole fight or flight thing too, it's, it's with the coronavirus, but also what you were saying, Todd, of just in the home, you know, we're spending more time with each other, right? So, yeah. uh, so people's fight or flight comes out in just personal interactions because we're, we're being forced to be around our loved ones more, um, which is a good thing, but we know that that can sometimes bring arguments and some mm-hmm. people's uh, response is flight and some mm-hmm. people's is fight. Um, and so, you know, just thinking through that of, of, you know, it could be with your kids, it could be with your spouse, it could be with your kid's schoolwork, right? Mm-hmm. Like you are fleeing from that because you just, you're so frustrated with it or you're getting angry because um, it's so frustrating. So I think there's a lot of different various things for for fight or flight here mm-hmm. and it's just being aware of it. But, but the news right now um, with the coronavirus is not being helpful, <clears throat> excuse me, um, is not being helpful. Um, we need news. News is good because it, uh, it tells us what's going on in the world. But I think there are times where if we fill ourselves, our, our mind with what is on the news, uh, that can begin to create in us a, a spirit of anxiety, a spirit of fear that, uh, that kicks that fight or flight uh, syndrome in. Mm-hmm. And, and so then you're trying to engage with your spouse, but you're, you're so overwhelmed by uh, what you've seen on the news that you can't because you're just wanting to get away. And, and when we talk about uh, flight or fight, uh, fight or flight response in this, it's, it's not that you literally are running, but it's mentally you're running. And so you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're looking for a place to find peace. You're looking for a place to find uh, a place uh, where you can find a good foundation. And when we are overwhelmed by what we see on the news, it's, uh, it, it forces us to, to mentally be always running. And mm-hmm. so you can't stop and think. You can't stop and engage with your kids, with your your spouse, your friends. It you know, just keep because it keeps you moving until you find that peace. I know for myself, I get real angry, and so then my wife will be like, "What do you want for lunch?" And I just blow up on her because <laughs> how can I decide what I want for lunch? This is awful. The world's going, you know, mm-hmm. going, you know, going crazy, and I got to make a decision on lunch. And it's like she's like, "Okay." peanut butter and jelly, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, and, and that's, I, and I feel like most people are that way where we get angry when we, we feel that anxiousness coming on. Um, and so I think there's a couple things that we can do is, is one, just trimming down how much news we take, uh, in, uh, Chip Ingram's book, uh, true spirituality. He talks about having a good spiritual diet and he, mm. and he says, what is, what our mental diet is affects 
how we are feeling internally, spiritually, emotionally. And so he says, so what, what is your mental diet? And if you're waking up in the morning, uh, getting your phone out, looking at your news apps, uh, you know, going for a, a, a run and while you're running on the treadmill, you're watching the news, you know, and then you come upstairs and while you eat breakfast, you read the newspaper online and, and then, uh, you know, you go to work and you talk to friends about it and you may catch something at lunch, uh, or you're looking at your, your Twitter feed or Facebook articles. And then, then you come home, you watch the, you know, was it the six o'clock news? I don't really watch the news at night, but six o'clock news. And, and, you know, I mean, it's like, and, and all of it, all the news is designed is to tell you what's going on. Well, we all know because of the fall of, of the world that we see in Genesis that what's going on is not good, right? Mm-hmm. Like outside of Jesus. And so if that's the only spiritual diet you have, you are going to feel awful. And some of you might be feeling that way. Um, but we know that, you know, in Romans 12, 1 and 2, um, you know, Paul says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so having a, a spiritual diet of, of God's word is is huge in this time we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. that a little bit but it's it's let's let's limit our time with the news you maybe pick a time and say i'm going to watch the news you know the six o'clock news or i'm going to look at the news at this time of day with this device um and just get you know what you need and then and then move on Mm -hmm. um i i promise you you will not miss anything i promise you you will not miss anything uh, I think another thing we can do is, uh, you know, find trusted friends that you know are going to point you back to Jesus and just ask them what they've heard. So, you know, if, if you end up talking about something that's crazy, then you can both remind each other at the end of the conversation, look, God's in control and he's going to take care of us. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, just let's limit it and let's, let's balance it with uh, some time uh, in the word, with some time of filling, you know, you, you know, of having a good spiritual diet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I just, news can be overwhelming. Um, yeah, it makes me think of, wow. I wonder if, you know, how on our, on our phones now we can be reminded of, uh, your screen time was this, this week. Mm-hmm. And if there was, uh, that type of thing for our minds and, if it said, you know, percentage wise, your time this week uh, was, of, you know, being focused on, you know, whether yeah. it's the world or what's happening around us. Oh, my goodness, how convicting. Uh, I know that could potentially be in my life and uh, I'm sure in, in all of our lives to varying degrees yeah. of comparison, you know, the times that we've uh, set our minds on the things of the world and yeah. uh, versus setting our minds on the things of, uh, of the Lord. So, uh, yeah, yeah, very convicting. But uh, yeah, yeah and it, well, to- it's, oh, sorry, it's interesting because I was just talking with with a young guy who came to know Christ a couple years ago um, because he was watching the news and mm-hmm. he said, "Matt, I just fell to my knees on my living room floor because I was so overwhelmed by all the bad stuff happening in the world, mm-hmm. and I thought the world was just going to destroy itself." Mm-hmm. And he said, "For months, I was just in this place where I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it, and and uh, and then I just fell on my knees and prayed." And the Lord just brought such peace. So I mm-hmm. talked to him, I talked to him on the phone uh, a couple of days ago, and I said, "Hey, how are you doing with all this stuff?" He goes, "You know, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad. I just I'm spending time in the Word. I'm talking with other believers when I can, um, and I just don't I don't really feel that. And just to see the change in him, because mm-hmm. when he was having that moment, it really wasn't that bad in this world <laughs> compared mm-hmm. to now. And yeah. so uh, it's just interesting. I think that's a great precursor to this this next point of, you know, to practice taking every thought captive. You know, most of us probably recall this principle in general from Paul's letter into the Corinthians, but 
you know, the specifics, you know, I, I was reminded of uh, a few different things when we, you know, you and I were looking into this this week and in second Corinthians uh, chapter 10 verses four and five, you know, what we might not recall is, is maybe the context and some of the specifics surrounding the, uh, these couple of verses and that the context is Paul providing a, a firm defense of his ministry. I mean, the, the language he uses is, uh, uh, it's, it's forceful, uh, you know, instead of waging war against his critics in the flesh, I mean, he describes it in very detailed language on, on he's going to, how he's going to go to battle against them. Wow. And, uh, and, you know, starting in verse four, he says, we demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to obey Christ. Mm. Now, I don't know about you, but every time I, I think of this this concept, this, this principle or precept of taking every thought captive, you know, initially, right. It just comes up as a, uh, as an impossibility. I mean, mm. you know, outside of Christ, how do, right. you know, how does one go, uh, you know, go about that? And there's so many things about this passage and, and this verse that we don't have to time to get into fully today, but you know, however, I'll say this is, is what I was really struck in this go round was, uh, is Paul takes this battle very seriously. Mm. And in the same way, and I think what I was reminded of is, uh, is that the battle for our minds is a serious battle as well. Yeah. And I think we, you know, because of what we're going through right now, that, uh, that battle is, is magnified, uh, in, um, uh, you know, some different ways. And so the only way we're going to take every thought captive to obey Christ is, is by taking it seriously, because if, if we're not careful, you know, we can follow all kinds of thoughts and emotions, you know, throughout any given day. You know, just this week, I was listening to a different podcast um, and, you know, heard a very practical way to, to put this into practice. And, you know, and one way is to examine what is behind our thoughts and, and to pay attention when you know, just for starters, when you're afraid or when you're angry uh, and just asking, Lord, you know, what's that about? You know, Matt, you brought up uh, getting, you know, angry over lunch and, you know, I find myself, you know, getting frustrated and angry over, over, you know, similar things or, or small things like that or, or bigger things. And, and, you know, so I've practiced this a few different times this week. Okay. What, what, what is behind that? What is the, you know, what is that about? Why right now am you know, I'm uh, fearful or afraid of this or so frustrated or angry about that? And, and I think that uh, potentially could lead us to some things that uh, could be behind these, um, uh, you know, the thoughts and emotions that we were going through on any given day. So, so practicing taking every thought captive can be uh, crucial through this season. Yeah. Now, and that's, that's, that's a huge, I love that practical uh, advice, Todd, because, you know, we, we, I've heard that verse all my life, take every thought captive, take every thought captive. Right. And, and a lot of times mm -hmm. you're like, all right. And you're like squinting your eyes, like, like it's pushing captive. together, like, I've got it. There. What I do I do with it now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, no, but it's more of a, when it says take every thought captive, like you said, it's going, wow, what is this about? Like what's going on inside of me? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, and it's so funny because that, I mean, the next point we we're going to talk about is disputing uh, worry with God's word. Mm -hmm. And I think the best thing 
that we can do uh, to dispute, you know, the the wrong thoughts in our head or the fears and anxieties that are thrown at us is is truly using God's word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like God's word and prayer. God's word and prayer. You know, it's, yeah. it's you going back to those two things. Um, and and I w- I've been reading through uh, uh, the book of Acts a little bit, and it's funny how you know Jesus he, he sends into heaven. And here are the disciples, they're left to form the church, to reach the lost, to do what Jesus did. And they, and, and they don't have Jesus physically with them. And so as you look at it early on, all they did was tell people, uh, preach the word and then pray, preach the word and pray. And it just seems like, you know, that's, that's what they did. And a lot of times they were persecuted and they come out of the persecution and they go pray going, all right, God, is this the way it's supposed to be? Help mm-hmm. us to continue to do it. And, and so, you know, spending time with God in prayer and in, uh, in his word, uh, and obviously there's great verses that cover this. Like we keep going back to Philippians four, um, you know, Philippians four, six is don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition uh, with Thanksgiving, present your quest to God. Right. So when we get anxious, we, we go to God in prayer. Um, but I also think uh, memorization of scripture uh, is really helpful. I know mm-hmm. that when I get, uh, when I start to struggle, uh, I go back to memorizing um chunks of scripture at times, um, mm-hmm. sometimes just a verse. And so, um, so, I mean, I encourage people start reading, uh, you know, you can get on the app and if you go to discipleship, there's a reading plan there. Um, mm-hmm. and you can, there's also a memorization plan. So you can just do that, take it one, you know, one verse a week or, you know, one verse every two weeks. Um, I know with the Mark study that we're doing, Todd, you, there's, there's, uh, memory verses that are attached to that as well. Um, but there's also the internet right? And, you know, the Bible app and just, you know, type in what you're struggling with or what you kind of feel the verse would be helpful and look for one. And when you find one, write it on a three by five card and, and carry it with you and, and work on it every day a little bit. And, um, I know in my dad's life, um, that memorizing scripture took him from just, uh, following Jesus to loving Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, where that would, because it, it began to fill his mind. Again, we're talking about the spiritual diet. It began to fill his mind with God's word. And I just watched him turn into a, a man who was a good man and who loved Jesus to somebody who like has this passion for Christ because all he thinks about now is, is what he can do for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but then also, um, you know, you were talking about um, talking to yourself going, where'd that come from? I think having good self-talk is, is really important. And what I mean by that is we don't just read the scripture and memorize it to, uh, to, to have it and say, well, it's done. We did it, but it's to help us talk to ourselves. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I, I heard somebody say once, you know, we, we need to preach the gospel to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we memorize verses about God's grace and, you know, it's not, you know, we're not saved by, uh, by works, but by grace that no one may boast Ephesians two. Um, you know, Galatians 2 20, I've, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me Mm -hmm. Uh, and the life I now live, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. You know, it's, we, we, when you learn verses like that, you can start to talk to yourself and say, you know what, the world might be going crazy, but I've been crucified with Christ Mm -hmm. and he lives in me. Or, you know, it's not what I do that makes me uh, valuable to God, but it's God's grace because I'm already valuable to God. You know, we can start speaking those things um, to ourselves. Uh, I know Chip Ingram's book, uh, Real God, was super helpful for me in that because it had sections at the end of each chapter where it said, here are two verses on this attribute of God, and here's something to remind yourself of. Uh, and so, so those are just some ways, just, you know, I think another way is practicing gratitude, you know, make mm-hmm. a list of things to be thankful for. Um, and, uh, and, you know, just things like that, that help you 
uh, not focus on the worry, but focus on God. Um, so, but I, I could go on all day, but Todd, what about <laughs> got a couple, uh, we got a couple, we got a couple other things left. So. No, good stuff. Very good stuff. Um, and it made me think about when you were talking about, uh, you know, positive self-talk as well as uh, memorizing scripture is, is the, just how much more um, opportunity the Lord gives us to, to put into practice the, the scripture that we've, uh, you know, we've been given by him. And it's one thing to uh, say that we believe uh, that yeah. I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, uh, yeah. but I'm, uh, and yet at the same time, live that out. Yeah. And this is a season where, um, uh, where we can be doing more of that. So mm-hmm. I think that's spot on. And how much, how much more the Lord teaches us about ourselves? Because I think oftentimes we're not really sure where the source of that has come from. And, it, and it's asking him, all right, Lord, help me understand more about, uh, what is going on within me, you know, so yeah. that, um, I'm more clear about that uh, so that to this next point, I'm able to, uh, to think more clearly and, and to see where you're working more clearly. So this, this fourth point is to stop imagining uh, and deal with reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of us can, if, if we let our minds run wild with you know, what could be or uh, what's going to come, uh, any one of us could go so many different directions. And mm-hmm. I know you and I were <clears throat> talking about, uh, you know, writing out our to-do list and, mm-hmm. and, you know, in some of your notes, you mentioned, you know, highlighting what is future thinking in one color and, and what needs done today in another color to be able to sort of separate those out. And you know, I think you and I both agreed on this one is that, uh, if we're not careful, we can put a, a whole list of things down and, and then, you know, beat ourselves up when, wow, you know, I look back on today and there was only a few of those that got done. And so I think, you know, being able to pray and think in clear terms, all right, Lord, uh, help me to see what you would have me accomplish uh, today and, uh, and help me not to worry about the rest. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, look at what going, what is going on right now and, and asking, Lord, what do you, what would he have you do about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think some, sometimes that's going to be for ourselves. Uh, other times that's going to be for our family. And, and I think also uh, many times beyond that, it could be for somebody else. You know, yesterday, June and I were reminded of that yet again, uh, we were taking around delivering flowers for administrative professionals day. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, that had to start with uh, with my administrative uh, professional uh, named Cindy. I won't give her last name because I would uh, the last thing I'd want her uh, anybody to do is to to look her up and and maybe steal her away or something along those lines. She <laughs> because she is a godsend. That would be lost without her. Oh my goodness, uh, and then some. So, but uh, so of course it started there. But you know, just some of the other volunteers that have been helping out uh, around the church mm-hmm. and you know, we were reminded of just how much right now people just need to talk mm-hmm. and, and what a blessing it was for Jewel and I to be able to, uh, you know, chat with them on their porch. And, and so and I want to encourage you, if the Lord brings someone to mind today, uh, find a way to contact them. You know, I, I've heard quite a few people, uh, you know, over the last month or so is, you know, yeah, so-and-so has been on my mind for a while and everything. And, and, uh, and then all of a sudden it dawned on me, 
why haven't I reached out to them? You know, and, and so it's, uh, and then when they do, I've been in that same boat. It's, uh, you know, you, you understand why, wow, you know, Lord, I put them on my heart for a reason. So, so I encourage you to, uh, whoever the Lord brings to mind today, uh, pray for them and, but reach out to them, give them a call, uh, send them a text, uh, or, um, you know, a message of some kind and, and, uh, see how they're doing. And, and there could be, exactly God's timing for you to be doing that. So, uh, so stop imagining and deal with reality. What's right in front of you and mm-hmm. what would the Lord have you be doing right now? So that's good. That's good. So, you know, when the, the fighter or flight sets in, you know, I think it's always good just to take three deep breaths, right? Mm-hmm. Take some deep breaths and, and think about what have you been putting into your mind and what maybe, you know, maybe it's time to take a break and just read the Bible. Maybe it's time to take a break and just spend some time working on your memory verse or your prayer and, and you know, to, t- to help take those thoughts captive. You know, asking yourself, like, why am I feeling this way? You know, am I feeling this way because I just had uh, an argument with my wife or I just had, uh, I got the news on my mind. Um, and then, you know, having good self-talk of going, okay, so if I'm feeling... Um, angry, you know, do I really need to be feeling angry? You know, what does God say about my life right now? And remind yourself of how much God loves you, how much grace he's had upon you. Um, and then trying to step into the here and now, not step into the future. Uh, you know, we can't control the future, but we trust in a good God who does, uh, who loves us and will give us what is good. Uh, and, uh, and so, yeah, so I mean, those, those, as we, you know, as we experience a little bit more of the, the, in, in home shelter, you know, let's continue to have good thoughts about who God is uh, and to deal with the things that are coming our way in a, in a faithful manner. Uh, so spend some time in prayer, um, spend some time with the Lord uh, in scripture. Um, and uh, we will, we will be back next week, hopefully with more good stuff. we got a couple more uh, episodes in our minds. We're mulling over, but um, maybe we'll, maybe we'll be to 1100 downloads. Hey, who knows? Two who weeks. Knows? Two there weeks. you go. We'll All see. right. But, uh, but hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. We love you. And uh, we pray that today was helpful uh, and you're helpful to you and your walk with Jesus. So. All right. See you next week. Okay. Bye.